Have you ever struggled to get what you want? Is it difficult to ask for what you need? Have you ever written and rewritten an email all while not knowing if it's getting to what you actually want? Have you ever practiced having a tough conversation but couldn't figure out the best way to word it? What to say, what not to say? I have, I definitely have, we all have. And today we're going to share three techniques to be skillful while getting what you want. Marigolds, it's all about these interpersonal effectiveness skills to get what you want. Keep your relationships strong and preserve your self-respect in the process. We will not only be sharing these techniques, but also our stories around them, our successes, our hard lessons, and everything in between. So welcome to today's episode, three techniques to skillfully get what you want. Hello and welcome. I'm Joe Karlovsky. And I'm Jessica Bauer. We're two educators that are obsessed with growth. We're living the beauty of shifting behaviors and taking control of our mindset. And we want to let you in on the magic and continue to bloom together. This podcast is inspired by Jennifer Gonzalez. We believe that everyone needs to find their marigolds. If you can find at least one marigold in your life and stay close to them, you will grow. Find more than one and you will positively thrive. Think of this podcast as a virtual workshop. We'll dig into tips, tools, and advice for personal, professional, and community growth. We share our learning through the lens of an educator because that's what we know, but these tools work for anyone. We'll also invite you to take action because change doesn't happen without it. And the best part of the podcast is that we're doing the work right alongside you. Let's dig in. This is the Marigold Force Podcast. Time for the cleanse. This is an opportunity to pull yourself out of autopilot rather than mindlessly moving from one task to another. It's important to pause and check in with ourselves physically and mentally. So Joel, how are you doing? Do you need anything? Well, we are recording this four days before our spring break. So mm -hmm. I am just kind of not in autopilot, but kind of just like, okay, one, one day at a time, four mm -hmm. more days, you can do this. I have my little checklist for today and for tomorrow and the next day. And it's like, okay, but it actually feels really doable. And I feel really good about it and really proud. So what about you? Yes. Very similar. I've got my list of like all these things need to get done before I shut that computer for spring break. And just, yeah, I'm trying to keep my list really reasonable. Like, yep, that makes sense. Adding those extra things at the bottom, like you don't need to do those. I feel at all. I feel good. No. Yeah. At all. It's spring break. <laughs> so I feel, I feel good and ready and one thing at a time. Awesome. So I invite you all to pause the podcast for a moment to check in with yourself. How are you feeling right now? Before we get to the learning today, I have something so near and dear to my heart that I want to share with you. Joel and I have created a free guide just for you, six steps to a killer workflow. These steps have completely transformed my experience as an educator over the years. With this guide, you'll work through key as six key aspects I've identified in my own workflow and what I and Joel do to actually feel done working. Yep, it's possible to feel done. And taking your home taking home your work over the weekend is definitely not in the guide. So head to our show notes to grab the guide now. Joel, let's get started with the podcast. Ooh. 
Now, Joel, we're all, we're about to share these three techniques, but I know that before we jumped in, you wanted to give us a disclaimer first. What is that disclaimer? I did. Well, actually it's a few disclaimers. First, Jesse mm-hmm. and I are not licensed clinical psychologists. We believe in putting skills yeah. into action and we have seen them, their impact in our lives. And that said, make sure that if you ever need deeper support, that you get your the help you need from a professional. And second, we'll be sharing three DBT techniques today. DBT is dialectical behavior therapy. And dialectical behavior therapy is a type of cognitive behavior therapy that combines strategies like mindfulness, acceptance, and emotion regulation. We are sharing these skills, but again, they are not marigold force skills, but rather they originated by Marsha Linenhan and a team of psychologists. There are many books and again, tons of licensed clinical psychologists who can go so much more deeply and skillfully into these techniques. And today's podcast, We'll, we will keep it just simple for you all. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thanks for those disclaimers. And let's start with stories. I know that you'll be sharing the Dear Man Give and Fast DBT techniques, but what's the story behind them? Why did you have to learn how to skillfully get what you want? I asked the story um, I, because I tell myself, and I think a lot of people assume that you've always been as skillful as you currently are. And I don't want to make that assumption. <laughs> yeah, well... That is definitely a big assumption because I have not been as skillful or as skillful as I'm trying to be every day. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, yeah, about eight years ago, well, longer than that ago, I was doing my own therapy and then I started doing DBT therapy, dialectical behavior therapy in group and then individually. And it was just this type of therapy that it taught me skills. And it, like I said earlier, it taught me mindfulness. It taught me emotion regulation. It taught me interpersonal effectiveness skills. And it was never about getting the result. It was about being skillful and preserving your own dignity and self-respect and um, being mindful of the moment and deciding for yourself, whether or not you want to engage with this person or with your own stuff. And um, so, yeah, the more I use them in my life, the more I just saw the effectiveness, but not just getting what I want, but being okay with what I want and asking for what I want and being okay with hearing yes or no or whatever. So it was just really powerful to learn these skills. And um, as we'll get into the dear man's about getting what you want, the give is about preserving your self-respect. And then the fast is, excuse me, the give is about um, preserving that relationship with that other person. And the fast is about preserving your own self-respect. So what about you? Why as you learn these skills, how yeah. they impacted you. Well, I, I've said this again and again and again, that you're my original Marigold and I have never, I've never been to therapy outside of Marigold force type techniques. And it, it does, it does feel like therapy from what I've talked to other people about. And, um, I think the biggest thing that I've learned from you is, is aligned to these and preserving your self-respect. And we put so much like blood, sweat, tears, love into our job every minute, every day. And not everybody sees that. And it can be very, very emotional, Mm. just the job. And then when like different confrontations come up or just things just aren't going the way you want, or people aren't, aren't respecting your efforts and things like that. Um, I really struggled with just taking everything so personally, Mm. so personally, and then also just not like standing up for myself. And like, I didn't, I was like, oh, I'm a teacher. I can't like stand up for myself. This is just part of the job. And now after spending time with you and learning these skills through you, um, the self-respect piece has been the most 
pivotal for me just because I know my worth. I know what I'm doing. I know how I feel about these kids and these families and my work. And I don't need to let all these exterior factors shift my own worth. Yeah. So I'm excited to dig into these again, because I know we shared these before. Yeah. And let's get into these three DVT skills. And like Jesse said, we're going to be talking about the deer man, the -hmm. give and the fast. The deer man, again, is for getting what you want. The give is for keeping and preserving your relationships. And the fast is for keeping your self-respect. All three are effective interpersonal skills and each have a different purpose. So let's look at the three of them. I have no notes in front of me because I want to go, because I want to pull from what I already know. And so if you're the type of person who needs a visual, we'll we'll link it in the show notes. We do have a DBT skills visual that we created at the Marigold Force, but let's get into the Deer Man. So the Deer Man is an acronym and it stands for describe, express, Mm -hmm. assert, reinforce, be mindful, um, appear confident and be willing to negotiate. So this is something that when you're thinking of those emails, especially, or those hard conversations, especially the dear man, this is the strategy for you. This is for getting what you want. But again, it's for getting what you want and being skillful while doing that. So think of a hard email you might want to write. There'll be times where I literally pull this out visually so I can, as I'm scripting the email, did I put Mm -hmm. in a part where I'm describing what's going on? Did Mm -hmm. I express how I feel? Did I assert what I actually need? Because often in these emails, you're like, well, I'm, this is what's going on. And this is what I feel, but we never ask or assert what, what we actually want. Mm-hmm. And then that, that um, R stands for reinforce. So do you go back and say, okay, again, here's what's going on. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I need. And then just reinforcing that. And then that man stands for be mindful of the other person. So that's the type in that email or in that conversation where you say, Say you're having a conversation with your principal. You say, I have no idea what it's like to be a principal right now. Mm, and you just mm-hmm. pause and let that be because you're asking for things to someone who you don't know what it feels like to be in their shoes or to a parent. I have no idea what it feels like to be parenting during these hard times right now. And you put in that phrase where you're mindful of the other person. And then the A is appear, is appear confident. So with the whole email, you're not, <laughs> you take out all those just, I put a lot of just in my emails or whatever your word is. And you just, nope, this is what's going on. This is how I feel. This is what I need. Reinforce it. Be mindful and make sure you reread it. So you're not putting in language that's like, well, it's, it's okay if it do- this doesn't happen. No, you're asking for a reason because you want it. But then that N is that negotiate piece. So that's when you might say something like, and this is my idea. You might even have a better idea. I'm more than willing to hear what you think could be an even better solution to what's going on. and. So you take someone through that process and it's very laid out and it's, it's actually really nice mentally to write an email like that because you know, you're ticking all those boxes. Yeah. And when you send it off, even if they say no or not yet, you're like, well, at least I know I was skillful and I laid all my cards out there and it was effective. And there's no elephant in the room. There's no, like, Mm -hmm. they know exactly what you're thinking and feeling and hoping for. And even though they weren't ready to give it, it's not that, that. I don't know. A lot of teachers, I, I struggle with this. Like I should have sent this email earlier. I should have sent this Mm -hmm. earlier. I should, you said it, you did your piece, you did your part. You communicated, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. And I think as teachers, we all have something from that dear part that we struggle with. So sometimes we don't describe what's actually going on. We just say, I feel really bad about this. 
can you fix this? Or can you do something about this? Or this feels really bad that someone's not submitting their homework. I need you to get on top of your child or whatever it is. So we don't describe what's going on or we don't say how that affects us. We describe what's going on and then we ask for something. But then Mm -hmm. if you don't personalize it and say, well, this is hard because, you know, I'm, I feel stressed because I'm wasting a lot of time doing X, Y, and Z. If you don't make it personal, then the person doesn't know that it's actually affecting you. You know, it just sounds like you're a robot. And then that, that actually asserting yourself, a lot of teachers struggle with actually asking for what you want. So I can't tell you how many times (laughs) I've been in a conversation or read an email. I'm like, I I'm rereading this. I don't even know what you're asking for. Yeah unless you just want to vent or get this out, but I don't know why you took all this time to write this, if that's what you needed, you know, like, so it's just sure. making sure that you do those things. So. Yeah. I, I know myself, I, I definitely tick. I think I, on a regular basis, like hit five, three or four of these seven things in the whole dear man. Yeah. And it's always, I always leave out, like describe how it's impacting me. Cause mm-hmm. I just like, it's not their job to worry about how it's impacting me, but it is because in order for me to show up for my, for your kid, I need to be able to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, I struggle with being, I think I try to overthink what everybody's needing and I'm anticipating like, okay, families are going to want this, families are going to want this. And then when I'm doing all these billion things, cause I'm like, I'm trying to think of all these people. Yep. I, I usually leave out the mindful thing because I can get <laughs> frustrated because yep. I don't know a better adjective. Like what the heck? I'm doing these things. Do yep. your part. So I think I miss yeah. the mindful part quite a bit. And I'll tell you that mindful phrase, it like people read the email and they're like, oh, they're asking for something. And they're like, oh, they actually see me. They're yeah. mindful of me. They yeah. know that I'm not just being a parent who wants to like piss off a teacher. Like, nope, no. few parents want to do that. They, you know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And then the, so let, then let's go on yeah. to the give. The give is okay. the one for um, preserving your relationship. So What's beautiful about dialectical behavior therapy is you put everything on a dialect, meaning like it's neither this nor that. It's all in a dialect. And you yeah. use the give when you want to preserve and keep those relationships. So say, let's pretend me and you are struggling right now with our relationship, Jesse. I would use the give again and again to reinforce and build up that relationship. So the G stands for be gentle. So say mm-hmm. we're, we're just talking and instead of just coming at Jesse and saying, I need this, I need this, I need you to do this. I just say, how are you doing? Being mm-hmm. gentle with that person. What, do you, what might you need right now? The I stands for act interested. So be interested in that person. The V stands for validate that person. So again, saying, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, like I had no idea that was going on. I can't imagine how hard that is right now, Jesse. Mm-hmm. And then the E is just um, empathize and express those emotions and be there for that person. So it, again, it's, it's something that might not feel like, oh, I'm going to get something for this, but what you get is that strong relationship. And again, if you have found yourself just like demanding, 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 or sticking to your values and um, always just asking for things, that's the time when, if you notice a relationship, whether it's with parents or administration or your colleagues, that you're like, Ooh, I just need to, to rekindle these relationships and strengthen these relationships. That's when you use the give. So be gentle, interested, validate, and just express and empathize with that person. Sure. So, yeah. I know. And I'm in my head too. Cause like, I, 
there's a, there's one or two families that I think I want to connect with this, but now, especially I'm like half EFL, half in person. And I have a handful of families where it's been give, give, give every interaction has been give and I'm getting none in return. Mm -hmm. And I've offered everything up. I've offered, we've had the WebEx meetings one-on-one. We've walked through what things are going through. I've shown parents and the kids how to access these resources so they can be successful. And I'm getting nada. So what do I do now to preserve my self-respect? Like, yeah, you got to do your part. And and that's when, okay, you were skillful maybe with a dear man and you were- you were doing all those relationship building with the give and that's when you pull in the, the fast okay. and the fast is for preserving your self-respect and the fast stands for be fair. Mm-hmm. So whatever yeah. you're saying, you're, you're fair. This is just, this is how it is. A is um, assert yourself. So again, mm-hmm. assert what you need, assert whatever it is while S stands for stick to your values, stick mm-hmm. to your values. So it's, again, you're, you're, you're asserting yourself. You're asking for what you need, but you say, because I value, mm, mm-hmm. you know, I value this or I, you know, and then finally that, that T stands for, um, speak truth. So don't exaggerate mm-hmm. often as yeah. teachers are like, yep. And your child never yeah. seen or, or they always do this. Don't, I I do that all the time. Don't go to one extreme to prove your case, because if you're being fair, that F, you won't need to. So it's being fair, assert what you need, stick to your values and speak truth. Yep. And one thing that popped into my head as you were talking about, um, be fair and especially truth. This goes back to like, as teachers, we just need to be so, so consistent. And the learnings, like everybody knows what's coming. It's the same every week. Like of course, like add extra, but I've, I've even more like honed in on Mondays look like this. Tuesdays look like this, everything will learn. So it was, it's easy to go and say, Hey, we've already walked through. There's no deviations from our routines. I'm not, there's, there really are no more reasons for this to be happening. And then truth, because everything's so yep. consistent and keeping your records. I know if you have teachers, I've been there. Like if your records are all over the place, just get them in order. Cause it's hard to send these emails because it's so easy to be like, they're missing zero out of 21 assignments. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a great report. So, yep having those numbers. And I know, cause you can feel like you're putting so much energy in. So if you're saying I do, you're missing everything that, that truth one is where. Yeah. You're upset. So you don't want to exaggerate. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And love something that. that's so evident is you can tell the people who have self-respect. Yeah. You can tell when a teacher yeah. has respect for themselves, T- students know, parents know, administrators know, your colleagues know, and when they know that and they see that being yeah. fair feels good, actually listening to your values feels good. Yeah. Knowing that you'll speak truth to them feels good. Now yeah. you don't need to be a jerk. No one is saying no. you're going to be a jerk with a fast, but you can say, and this is what it is, you know, yeah. and you might combine a little bit. You might be, and this is what it is. And I can't imagine how hard that is, but this is what it is, you know? Yeah. So it just, you can, you can combine the skills. So yeah. I love that. And we have one more thing, right, Joel? A bonus? Yeah. And I, I wanted to share a quick little yeah, phrase. Nugget of it goes like this. Um, it doesn't necessarily tie right into these DBT skills, but I, I know teachers are 
always asking for like, just give me the words. What do I say? And a phrase yeah. comes up all the time is someone will ask something of you. So I'll come up to you, Jesse, and say, hey, could you do this? Hey, I, I had a great idea. You'd be good at, so great at this. Why don't you do this? Mm-hmm. And the phrase goes like this. You say, that's a great idea. Sounds so great. And in order to do that, <laughs> what do you re- recommend me taking off of my plate to make that happen? And to make it extra effective, you just have that dramatic pause afterwards. So that's such a great idea. And in order to make that happen, what do you recommend me taking off yes. of my plate and yes. put it on them? Because it is a great idea, but often they're not willing to take something off of your plate. So, yeah. And they don't really realize that you have a full plate anyways. So, yep, yeah, I love that. You've said it to me before and my mind was like, yeah. um, and it puts it in it puts it on them to figure out the logistics because yeah. you're already doing your jam over here. Yeah. Because you can be firm and kind at the same time. And it took me a long time to learn that and to learn that usually I'm already doing enough. I'm already doing yes. plenty. So <laughs> yes. All right. The action set miracles, grab your journal and the DBT skills visual in the show notes. First, think about what you want to be skillful about right now. Is it to get what you want? Focus on the dear man skill. Is it to support and keep your relationships? Then you want to focus on the give skill. Or is it to keep your self-respect? Focus on that fast skill. And after reflecting on what skill you want to work on, start putting it into practice with people and other miracles you actually trust. This takes time. It might be one simple dear man email. It might be Mm -hmm. one validating conversation with a colleague. It might be one phone call where you need to unapologetically stick to your values. Start small as you practice these techniques to skillfully get what you want. Do this now. Now it's time for commitments, inspirations, and celebrations. A big part of making true change through action is setting personal commitments, checking in with each other, and celebrating all of it along the way. So Joel, what are you committed to in the week ahead? I'm committed to being here now. So as it's so easy to be like, okay, when this happens, when spring break comes, or when we're done with this, then I can, and it's like, no, I'm going to be here right now, feet on the ground right currently doing this podcast with you and then doing some work and going to the next thing, but just being here right now and realizing that right now it's beautiful and okay. And I don't need spring break to make it a beautiful time. It already is. Yes. What are about you? What are you committed to? Mine is actually the same. Mine is um, just enjoy the present moment. Uh, one of, I went to a yoga class yesterday and the teacher has a young, like a three-year-old kid. And he was like, oh are we gonna be is it a home day with mom and dad or is it a go to school day and no matter what the outcome is the kid's like oh well I'm at home so I get to do this and I get to do this and I get to do this oh I'm at school and I get to get do this so I'm at school I'm not on spring break yet and I get to be here with you Joel and with all my students so I'm enjoying that and celebrating that love it uh inspirations yeah my inspiration this week is um a new podcast by sarah knight and it's called the no fucks given podcast and she's the person who wrote the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck and she has all these she's just really crass but to the point and she's also like i might be crass but i'm never mean i'm always like awesome to myself and to others and like but she just puts it in a way that's really doable and she has really fun quizzes so if you're the type of person who like wants 
more ideas, um, check out that podcast. Fun. What about you? Uh, mine is a greeting and stationery company. It's called UWP Lux and they just make the cutest like 3D kind of pop-up adult cards that I just um, obsessed with. And I just bought a couple um, for birthdays coming up. And so UWP Lux, it's linked in the show notes. Fun. Celebrations, what are you celebrating? I'm celebrating, it's getting to that point in the year, COVID aside, where kids are like, starting to master stuff and like get it. And they're like, oh, I know how to do this now. I'm like, yep, on report cards, you're going to be at standard. And it Love just it. feels good. So I'm celebrating on my students who are starting to get so ready cool. for fifth grade. Yeah. How about you, Joel? Well, we always record these podcasts ahead of time. And while you're listening to this, um, it's the day after my birthday. So as you listen oh, to this, like as you listen to this marigolds, <laughs> yeah. um, I will have celebrated another year of life. So I'm turning 38 and um, just so grateful for this life. So grateful. And you'll find everything you need from this episode in our show notes. We can't say it enough on the Miracle Force podcast. True change only happens. With action. We'll see you <laughs> next week, everybody. <laughs> You did it. Another week of prioritizing yourself and taking action. Your community needs the best you and you're bringing it. We're also on all the social media platforms. Follow us on Instagram at the Marigold Force for the cute, simplified version of the podcast content. You can save the post for later so you can pull them up whenever you need a little reminder of strategy. We'll see you next week, dear Marigolds. Keep blooming. Keep blooming. Keep blooming.